Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome or welcome back to the JKWD podcast where we got a little something special for you today. Kelvin, how you doing? <laughs> Am I the something special? Oh, no, never mind. That's all right. I'm doing fine, Mr. Shear. How are you? It's it's a lovely day here in, in uh, central New York. The sun is shining. The snow is melting for the most part. I like my driveway is completely clear. And um and I didn't have to do it. That was even better. And uh, the air is clean. There's still a squirrel building a nest in the tree behind my house, though, which means it's also uh, my lawn furniture is losing weight because he's using the foam from the inside <laughs> to build his nests. But it's entertaining. So it's kind of fun. Life is good. Well, I'm, I'm better in the tree than in your attic. Amen. Somebody else said that. Yeah, better yeah. than in your house. So, but we got to get this fixed quick because uh, I've had I've lost some siding on the house for some reason this winter, and uh, we, we got to get to a position where we can get that put back up because that's it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're having, a, but other than that, life is good. The grandbaby's good. You Great. know, everybody is healthy. I got nothing to complain about. Excellent. How Excellent. about you? Uh, things are good here. Uh, as you can hear, I have another cold. Um, I think they like you. I'm going to thank daycare for this. Okay. It's been about one a month since she started. Mm. It's <laughs> always it's always something new and, and different. Never know what it's going to be like. Oh, like, oh, I got something good. coming on. And, you know, last night my, my lungs were humming. They were, they were making right. noises on their own. Bummer. Yeah. Uh, as long as it's not COVID, you had it. I mean, we're in, you're in good shape. Well, I you know had another test yesterday because that's my new hobby in lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> some people, some people started new podcasts in lockdown. Some people, you know, took up took up painting. I took up going out to get a COVID, COVID test, test because yeah. gotcha. before you get any help for anything else, the doctor wants to see a COVID test. So. And I discovered something that What's if that? I go to if I go to a doctor's office, <clears throat> he gives me the same test they give me at CVS or down at the county, except they he sends me a bill for 135 bucks. So uh, oh. rather than calling him yesterday, I just went over to CVS and, and took my test. And well, there you go. That test comes back. So glad you made that discovery, so you could save yourself some money. Yeah. Since you're a frequent flyer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. I wish I could get my punch card. <laughs> my tenth one is free. All right, I'm almost there. There you go. Yeah, yeah. We're brought to you today by Vitamin K Daily Philosophical Supplements for your Attitude Health. Wake up Monday through Friday with a message from the Prince of Positive himself, Kevin Buringold. Let you know how awesome your day is going to be. And if you're feeling a lack of awesome in your life, how to make your life more awesome, get yourself four weeks free by going to vitaminkdaily.com and signing up now. After that, just $24.95 a year. It turns out it's not for you. Just cancel before your four weeks are up. And uh, you won't get charged anything. Won't get charged anything. Again, that's vitaminkdaily.com. <laughs> So today on the podcast, we have Peter Snowart. Extra vowels in that name, straight from Belgium. Oh, he speaks nice. with a lovely accent. He's got a great haircut. <laughs> which, I mean, you don't get to see on the on the audio, but um, yeah, <laughs> it'll it, it'll be on the it'll be on the uh, the picture on the website. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> but we yeah. talk about uh, we talk about a little bit of everything. You know, about finding your passion and you know going uh yeah, getting getting vulnerable and, and feeling your feelings and we talk about you know learning from failure and a lot of well, uh, a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Plus some great reading recommendations, man. Yes. So we're gonna we're gonna go play some music and on the other side of that you'll hear us and Peter Snowart. Thank you so much. 
the Josh and Kelvin Oral Domination Podcast, where we talk about better humanhood and teach you how to dominate your world. You ready? Here we go. Did you let him in? Yeah. And very punctual. Look at that. Even, Hello. even from the United Kingdom. Oh, no, Belgium. Belgium. Howdy. Belgium. Belgium. Good morning. <laughs> I apologize very much. <laughs> How are you this afternoon? <laughs> I'm feeling very Belgian. <laughs> <laughs> My first mistake of the day. Darn it. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> That's Melvin. UK, Belgium. I mean, if you look at it on the map and it's really small, it's Belgium and UK are like this. So, uh, mm. but no, not UK. Belgium. But you're a full hour ahead of you're a full hour ahead of the UK anyway. Yes, <laughs> yes, indeed. Oh wow, that's correct. Okay. So it's yeah. three p.m. in the afternoon. Yeah, and a sunny Friday. Oh, nice yeah. Oh, you got sun over there. Nice. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have sun this morning, as you can tell from the washed-out blob behind me. <laughs> you're you're both in New York City, or where are you based? No, I'm in, no. I'm in New York, um, not in the city. Uh, upstate New York. Okay. I'm also, I'm about four hours away from New York City. Okay. And Josh is in Savannah, Georgia. Ah, Georgia. Nice. Yeah. So all the way down the coast, but we're both in New York time, so it's uh, easier than telling people. Uh, it's easier than naming time zones. <laughs> yeah. 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 Indeed. <laughs> indeed. Indeed. Nice meeting you, by the way, both nice of you. Meeting you also. You too. Well, thanks yeah, for being welcome. here. Thanks for the invitation. So normally what we do is we start by asking you to introduce yourself to our audience, tell us your mission, and tell us why that's your mission. Cool. So I'm uh, Peter Snowart. So uh, the you know, so it's Peter, and then uh, the last name is Snowart. Yeah? Snowart. And um, <laughs> I'm from Belgium, if you did not know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my mission is quite simple. My mission is really... It's passion. It's really passion. So this means that everybody that I meet, I think you have to be true to yourself and live a life being you and um, living a life full of passion, doing the things that you love. It sounds really fluffy and things like that, but I think it's quite important to do that instead instead of living a life of the expectations of somebody else. Even if, And if, if that means you are painting or selling software or making podcasts or creating YouTube videos or what the hell, whatever, or playing music, do whatever you makes you passionate and makes you feel great. And how did you come across this mission? <laughs> great question. Um, because I think I, 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 uh, I, I lived a life uh, according expectations from, from other people. Um, and I was not aware of the the life that I led, so I, I yeah I just lived and I I just think that the, I had a job, a very great job, and and but but I there was something that I felt that I lacked. There was some kind of hole within me, and um, yeah, and then the, the complete soul searching process then starts. Eh, who am I? What I'm going to do? Things like that. And uh, you just go back to the things that you gave energy as, as you were a young, a young child, like reading and playing music. I'm also a musician. And, um, and then uh, also on a professional level, you, you find, uh, you know who you are. So you know what your values are and you're going to cr- search for an environment or create an environment where you feel good at and you, you appreciate it, who you are. And um, that's about it. So um, in a very short, short set. How did you set about the process of saying, okay, I'm not happy in, in what I'm doing and discovering why that might be? What, what led you to that realization? I mean, whatever you were doing, it sounds like whatever you were doing for work wasn't fulfilling to you. Uh, and then, and then you kind of looked in the mirror and, and yeah. said, something's got to change. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I work in life. Uh, I mean, it's, it's who you are. That's basically comes down to. So, it's not only about work; it's about everything. Uh, I was in. I, I had a divorce like uh, thirteen years ago, fourteen years ago, something like that, which was um, 
Yeah, then it started there. I mean, uh, you're alone and uh, then you start questioning yourself. And uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was in a quite dark place, I would call it. And then you start, yeah, searching for yourself. And then everything, you're going to look at your life, every aspect of your life. And um, seeing, is this really what who you are? Or is this is something that you... Um, have been doing, but not questioning why you are doing it. Um, and that's actually where it came from. And well, it's a complete process. It's a journey. It's something I think never will stop. Um, and then you discover that um, by coaching um, and by by reading books that you... Um, yeah, that you, for me, at least discovering my intuition, my gut feeling... Eh? something like hmm, maybe I should stop here, pause a little bit and, and feel if this so, is this something for me or not eh? is, is this resonating with me or not and um, instead of just uh, yeah, Peter can you come do this uh, or whatever because they want to uh, reach their objectives in the in life and um, and that's actually where it, where it started and uh, yeah, for and, and to answer your question on the, on the professional level that's a, that has been a career coaching uh, uh, process where where you discover yeah, what do I want to do, what what am I great at, etc. etc. What are my values? And then uh, you're going to look for environments and jobs which are suitable uh, with, with who you are, um, which is, of course, a very fluent and flexible thing because that changes over time. Eh? I mean, people change all the time. And also mm-hmm. what I want, I mean, I never expected, for instance, to, to join a podcast and to have my own podcast uh, like five years ago. But now I'm so passionate about it. I I love it so much. And you can connect with great people like you. And and uh, I share the world that you are from the UK, whereas uh, you're from Belgium. And um, and so, yeah, so that, that keeps changing. And so the question is that you need to ask, uh, is this really the life that I want to live when I die, for instance, next week? Um also, the fact is the is the fact that um, I think four years ago, something and then or three years ago, um, I discovered that I had something on my skin, and um, they uh, the doctor examined it, and uh, I had to had to do a surgery uh, surgery for that, so they cut it away. The um, how do you call that the the stain, and um, and they found out it was malicious. So this means if I did not take care of it it would mean cancer. And uh, that was also for me a big wake-up call to, I mean, yeah, I, I don't have cancer at all, but to take your life in your own hands and really life live life to its fullest. Great. So You're, si- you're, you're, you're silent. <laughs> well, you know, I was coughing and I didn't want to... I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to do that. Plus, it was an engaging story, so I wanted to make sure I didn't talk and mess it up. <laughs> but um, so, uh, so now you. I mean, you're doing a podcast, and I I checked. Yeah, I mean, you do a lot of podcasts. I, I look at people; they do a podcast a week, and you do like one every three days or something. You're always you're yeah. talking to people around well, around. The yeah, world. yeah. The thing is that uh, it's normally it's one a week. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this, because I started it um, in April 2020, so it was full uh, lockdown in Belgium, mm-hmm. and so this meant that um, yeah, I mean, with this complete Zoom thing, everything is virtual, and it's it's quite easy. People are sitting in their homes; uh, it's virtual. They don't have to drive somewhere, so they have time. Also, mm-hmm. um, it's quite easy to connect with people and ask them. Eh, are you open to 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 have a conversation for a podcast? And so I had quite some backlog, and um, that's why I um, I'm releasing now multiple sessions uh, in in a week, mm-hmm. and combining the, the same stuff. Eh? I mean, it's all about stories of people who had yeah I don't know who changed their life, who 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 are really going after their dreams, and at the same time and it's a combination of of people who who live who uh, have become an entrepreneur or a freelancer or started their own company people who worked for companies but now are more an artist uh, so people who have been almost dead and now they're like have their own company so they're living their life so 
uh, it's really about bringing inspiring uh, stories. Um, so, but the fact is, normally it's one per week, and uh, <laughs> so. I saw yours. I said, Josh, we got to get busy because this guy, <laughs> this guy is really killing it over here with these podcasts. So, <clears throat> that was as excellent. So, what would you say uh, is your? And this is not like the question, Josh, asked, but your dominant, your dominant passion. I mean, if you had to quit doing everything else you're doing and just stick to this one thing, what would that be? Play music. Play music. Play guitar, play music. That that would be it. But of course, you make me choose, eh? but uh, I'd rather uh, have multiple things. But Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I I have so many things I'm interested in. Sometimes I don't even know how I can get to them, but I won't give them up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because so they're you... all part of of the me that I want to be. No. You know. Yeah. But the the, oh. the thing the thing is, music. At the same time, I don't make enough money of music to 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 have a decent living, mm-hmm. and. Um, the reason behind it is that I don't want to sell my soul to get money um, and so to play music. And because I had teachers in the past who did that. So they teach me in order to get money. But the real passion was to play like in a jazz band. But I mean, jazz is like hmm, playing thousand chords for three people where rock and pop is like playing three chords for thousand people. And so um, they and I, I, I said to myself, I don't want to live such a life. I mean, mm-hmm. so you have to basically teach me to pay your bills, but your big dream is to, is to play jazz. I mean, so f- for me, so I like a lot playing music, um, but I don't want to, I mean, the thing that I don't do it 100% right now is because of the financial, because of the, the fact that I want to have the choice to play where, with whom, and what kind of music without having that uh, pressure on my shoulders to um, yeah, to, to pay the bills. That's why, I mean, making me choose for one passion is a little bit hard because the other one will be podcasting and inspiring the world, of course, and podcasting is one of them. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah. Well, I have a, a similar thing. So let me see. All right. Do you play music? Your music. Your music um, I, I I used to play piano, but I don't do that. Any, but I have a lot of things. Like I do photography and I do ah, okay. you know, all this other stuff. And I'm like, most of it is has to do with people's self-image and how they feel about themselves. Because um, that's, that's what I want to do. But the music that you play, I mean, how, how often do you get to play now? None. I, I only play for YouTube. So what I do right now is I created some kind of sub-channel passionate thing on my YouTube, where I, I call it, uh, say it in, in one minute. And it is just like, I take a, a piece of music, which I like. It can be an 80s song. I, pay, I take a snippet mm-hmm. or it can be a jam track that I found on YouTube. Um, and I just push the record button. I push the Zoom um, meeting. So I have the video mm-hmm. and I combine those two, the music and the video, and I put it online. It's only one minute and it's just pure from the heart with all the mistakes, raw as it is. And that's because the, there is nothing else. I cannot play with, with in, in Belgium, we're still in lockdown. So there are no concerts, there is nothing. So hopefully from September or even December, but then in a limited um, uh, setup, we can play again. So there's today nothing. So, um, so you get a long time still until you're going to be able to, to play your thing, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's been I think since January. So no, no, March the thirteenth, the thirteenth of March, twenty twenty, we had a concert and it was cancelled. You know, because of the the Corona pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, there's some live music here in Georgia. Um, I think it'll be some time before uh, Calvin gets to CNE in, in New York. But um, you know, we're very much a live music culture in my town, and. And it's been hard for a lot of, you know, for a lot of venues to get back because they're only allowed uh, 25 to 50 percent of capacity. So uh, you you can't you can't pay a band 
uh, on, on a quarter of your door. <laughs> no, that's true. That's that, and 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 in Belgium, it's only the professional people who are. Um, so this means professional in uh, in in uh, you you have to be an independent or a freelancer and sending invoices. And whereas the 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 how do you call that the the construction where I'm at is a is a is more like a special statue. I I don't know how you call it a special thing where we are not we cannot play. So it really and then for the professional people also it's really limited. Eh? It's really you know, the same as as you are explaining. So it's uh, I think for the musicians in Belgium who are living from it, it's really really hard. But at the same time for me. Is that the this jam thing? I like it so much that, and of course, I have also recorded music with uh, with uh, with the other musicians, um, yeah, and do some YouTube videos. Um, is that I really like the recording part and the and the jamming part. So I'm not going to stop with it. I don't have any like every week I should have an an episode. It's more like a, a fun, passionate thing, and also again to challenge myself eh, because recording yourself. Is, is there's, there's a difference between playing with yourself in on music on a jam track mm-hmm. when nobody's listening, and recording yourself on a jam track. I mean, yeah, it's a it's a different thing and it's it's challenging and I like that because I want to play as uh, uh, as few notes as I can, and come up with a very beautiful melody instead of just uh, throwing one million notes um, yeah. uh, and create some kind of musical diary uh, on the jam track. So mm-hmm. so saying. A lot, bits, not a lot of notes. Awesome. I want to I want to rewind a little bit. You said when you uh, were you know deciding what your passion was going to be, you read a lot and and you did some career coaching. Uh, we talk a lot about books, so I'm, I'm wondering what some of the the books that inspired your direction were. <laughs> Great question. Um, I I read actually. I'm not a fiction uh, reader. I read a lot of nonfiction. So um, compared to the US, self-growth, self-development of personal growth in Belgium is still not mainstream. So, I mean, like 10 years ago, Anthony Robbins, for instance, was seen as a kind of a clown in Belgium. They, oh, wow. They, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Whereas, <laughs> now, whereas now he's, uh, and even 20 years ago. So whereas now... He's uh, within the coaching uh, industry. Mm-hmm. He's really popular. Also, I'm a big fan of him. So, I it's it's for me. I, I I have a combination between the personal growth thing, like Anthony Robbins and Jim Rohn and 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 Brian Tracy and things like that, and then the more like yeah, you know, Deepak Chopra and Eckhart Tolle kind of stuff, stuff which I also uh, like, and also the the more business sales management marketing books. Uh, but the book that really did it for me is a, a book called Flow. It's a it's a it's a Flemish writer who lives in the US, by the way. He lives next to Oprah, mm-hmm. and um, his book is called Flow. And um, that, that, Chicks that, and that sorry, is that Chicks and Mihai? Well, indeed, his book is indeed uh, um, based on the Chicks and Mihai um, books. And um, but the thing is that what what he is telling. Is really about yeah, um, getting into uh, releasing your ego and making sure that you find something which which is which is passionate and yeah, connect with other people. And in his book, yeah, he's talking about think and grow rich and uh, Anthony Robbins and oh, yeah, it, I, and I've what I've done is I've, I have researched all these uh, links and all these authors, and I've read them all and I've listened to everything and. Uh, on YouTube and and also Barton Katie is in there. So it's a mix of, because the book is actually a book to become the best seller in the world. So the book is really about doing business. How can you do business in in a peak state? And so it's more like a personal development, business mindset, spiritual book, everything combined without getting too fluffy. And and that's one of the, the, one of the the, the books for me that did it together with uh, Stephen Coffey, the seven habits of effective people, and of course oh, yeah. think and grow, think and grow rich, uh, rich that poor that. Um, I'm now reading uh, Sleep from uh, Matthew Walker. Um, I actually, I, I I read like two. You didn't you didn't know about Matthew Walker? Mm-mm. 
I I I do. He's oh, okay. Um, is it one of the universities in California? I think so. Sleep specialist. Yeah. 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 Oh, I, my we sleep. I think is is the name of his book. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, me and sleep haven't been good friends. <laughs> That's an, I, uh, until just recently, I only slept about, you know, three hours a night anyway. It's just, just me. But, um, wow. So you're reading some good stuff. Yeah. Tony Robbins was wow. one of my first, just yeah. the guy just, he, he just took my mind by storm and it was like, wow, this is, yeah. this is, this is good. So, and, and, uh, seven habits of highly effective people. That's one of my favorites too. I need to read both of those books again. Cause you know, we don't always hold on to that stuff. Once we, it fires us up, we go do some things and then we kind of forget some of the, some of the detail and it's time to go back and kind of refresh. The thing, the thing is, is that, um, first of all, because you read it, it doesn't mean that you apply it. Eh? Mm. Um, and so this means that, and, and second, in addition to that, is the, the fact that the book of these books have multiple layers. So you have to reread it every couple of years. So to make sure that, that um, yeah, of course, that you apply it, but it, that it really gets into your system. Because sometimes you read these books and you will get it on a mental level. Oh, mm-hmm. the, the light is out. You will get it on a mental level, but you it, you, you don't apply it. You, you you don't feel it yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first time when I read, for, for instance, like a Think and Grow Rich, yeah, I was like, yeah, 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 but how do I apply it? And it's the same with Tony Robbins. Yeah? I mean, you, you read it and you get such a oh, such a great energy that that intensity, what which Anthony has, you also feel it. But yeah, after a while, that disappears. Mm-hmm. And if you want to really take charge in your mm. life, yeah, you have to you have to apply it and you have to test it, and then and and then these 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 books are no longer books, but are really um, they really become value for you for your life. Your life start to change. Um, I mean, the, in in the books that I read, they talk about uh, the, you have to really fix the in, inner worlds, and then the outer world will change. Eh? Life is not happening. Um, uh, at you, but for you, it's great. It's a great quote, but apply it. Yeah, sometimes I it's mean, more difficult. No. Uh, I was gonna. That was gonna be my next question: Is how do you how do you take that step? Because I think it's real easy to read a book and get excited about it, and say you're going to apply it someday. What's that step that you take to actually make the application in your life and then make it last? Um. I think it's important to search people who have similar challenges or also open to do that so you can support one another. I think that's one of the most important things. If you're in an environment where, yeah, which is non-supporting, like friends or something, which are not in, into that kind of material, then it's, it's going to be quite hard. I, I, I That's what I think. And so this is for me key. It's really about um, searching for like-minded people and to make sure that you speak each other regularly to make sure that you check out on one another and that you are supportive. So this means that uh, you try and then you try again and, 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 and no judgment and all, but you just support one another because otherwise it's going to be quite uh, difficult. Next to that is, um, and that's another one, is Atomic, ha- uh, Atomic Habits. You know that book? Yeah, James yeah. Clear. Yeah, yep. indeed. Yep. Yeah. It's also a great one. And the, the, the biggest thing there is that there's a big difference in um, I am playing guitar or I am a musician or I'm a guitar player. Hmm? And I, I think is the, the fact that you can visualize, that you can trick yourself into... I am a podcaster. I am a content creator. Whereas maybe two years ago, I was not talking, I was not thinking myself that way. So you have to convince you a little bit yourself to do it. So, so you have to fake it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and after a while, like, like I'm doing right now, after a while, you're getting used to that, to speaking these kinds of words. Uh, so you're changing your inner dialogue a little bit. Um, I think that's important. I think also awareness is important. So to regularly stand still with yourself and to look at yourself um, and and to really start feeling. I mean, what am I feeling right now? Am I feeling frustrated, irritated, things like that? Um, I think that's also a very important one. 
And of course, yeah, the fourth one, just do it, take action, and <laughs> and 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 don't give a, a f- what everybody is saying or thinking, and just 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 do it uh, like the chicken soup of the uh, the chicken soup of the soul. Yeah, they, they say it. Eh? Just do it and do it anyway. And um, and also, the, the, yeah, if you're listening a lot to these uh, videos and and audio tracks, I mean instead of just watching Netflix or a movie. So, and you're, you're injecting yourself with all these personal development things. After a while, you're so hyped up that you're going to do it anyway. It's just like you have been part of this virtual mastermind with, 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 uh, with all these authors and you have, yeah, literally being a part of their life. So you're like, okay, this is normal for them. No, I'm going to do it anyway. So, um, and yeah, just step into the fear. Even if you have fear, you just do it anyway. What, what, what is the thing that you can happen? You're go, not going to die, so so do, ju- just do it. And another thing is is for me personally, um, I I have a son. I have there is a son of uh, three and a year, three and a half years uh, young in my life, and this is also one of the triggers. Is that um, kids of children will not do what you say, but they will do what you do. So this means yep. that. Um, Am I going to fool him and say, oh, live the life of your dreams and blah, 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 but I'm not doing it myself? Or I'm going to at least start by doing that or living that life uh, mm-hmm. and taking it step by step. And then he can see, ah, okay, that's how I should do it because uh, uh, he sees that I'm really allez, doing this. Um, and I think that's also a very important one, becoming very aware of what, yeah, what are the steps you are taking uh, to to achieve that kind of uh, life? Um, no. Yeah, I, I have a two-year-old daughter, and and it's very easy to see uh, how she sees us as parents because uh, of what she does. Uh, and you know, for a while, she anything she picked up, she would just put on her ear. They'd be like. Okay, well, clearly we're on our phones too much. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, so, you know, we made a conscious choice to, you know, we made the conscious decision to stop. You know, she was around the phone, went away. Um, and you, the, you, know, you, you have to let them catch you doing the things that you want to catch them doing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And and there are mirrors there. And I know sometimes yeah. they mirror something that you don't want to see. Um, Yet, I mean, in terms of coaching, I think a child is your biggest teacher that you will ever have. Yeah, so far, definitely. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, know, you know, a lot of people think, when, you know, when they get tired, when they want to do something else, that um, it's supposed to be able to happen fast. No. Uh, from the point that you started reading the books when you because you were dissatisfied with what you were doing in your life and the time you put that into play and, and got it moving, what kind of process was that for you? How long did it take you to start to to believe in yourself like you wanted to uh, to get where you're going, to get where you're where you've gotten? Yeah. Well, there is no such a thing as an overnight success. It 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 it, it people I mean success success is like being pregnant. I mean um Everybody congratulates you for the baby, but nobody knows how many times you were. Uh, and the, so the thing is that they only see the end results or the outcome, but they don't see the struggle, the inner dialogues, the the, the whole messy process. And the, the thing is, which I changed for myself, instead of focusing on the outcome and the result, which is something I cannot control, but I can control the first step that I take because usually the first step is the hardest one. I mean, imagine your first video, your first audio, your first podcast, you're, you're nervous, you don't know the person, you maybe have prepared some questions, you don't know what's going to happen. So, but if you don't take that first step, nothing will happen. And a lot of people, they, they are afraid because what other people will think and they strive for perfection. Whereas I'm striving for progress. So what I did, instead of focusing on the destination, on the results, I said, I'm going to enjoy myself in a journey. So I don't I don't care anymore if I'm going to get it or not, but I'm going to have fun right away and while I'm doing it. And I say to myself, mm, okay, the first video, 
uh, okay, the audio is not perfect. I'm, I didn't have any microphone, so I just do it anyway. Then the second one, I'm going to add something, improve a little thing. Okay, I have now a video. Okay. Then the third one, maybe I can, I don't know, um, have better questions and, and so on. So it's really about that these, these, these small steps. So for me, in, in order to answer your question, uh, the, I think six months after that book that I've read and the coaching, I changed jobs. And actually, I by doing that, my mindset my mindset completely shifted. And I, mindset shifts never happen on like that, eh? and, and unless you have like a very traumatic experience. But usually, it's something that it's like a muscle you need to train. So. Um, but then you get better and better, and you be becoming more confident, and um, and also you get you getting also some kind of external validation, eh? which is very dangerous eh? because it, it it cannot be something that you fuel on because that's something yeah addictive that you would need that kind of external validation like likes or subscribers or whatever. So because you really have to do it from from within. Um, so within six months, I, I changed jobs, and then. Hey, then from that moment on, of course, I had struggles and I had setbacks and things like that. But the way I looked at things, like the setbacks, they were like, sometimes I win and sometimes I learn. And the learning part is actually a very interesting part because it is going to learn a lot about who you are and how you're going to deal with that situation. And you're still alive. And instead of looking at the learning part as a negative, painful thing, uh, because it's part of life. And from then on, yeah, amazing opportunities uh, uh, are happening. Like this, for instance, without that, I would never, ever uh, have met you. For, mm. I love that quote. Sometimes I win and sometimes I learn. That's <laughs> awesome. I'm going to credit you with that. <laughs> I'm going to talk about that soon. <laughs> that is excellent. Yeah, Thank the, you. Now, now you're welcome. But it's, it's those little changes because a lot of people yeah i win or you fail but that's the thing failure has such a negative connotation and then think yeah what are the others are going to talk about or say about me whereas if you say yeah or win or i learn okay i learned okay i learned (laughs) yeah i learned and the trick is don't do it again you learned (laughs) yeah i mean yeah that's it you do it better and it happens and it's it starts with small things otherwise if you don't look at that way, you're going to get frustrated and irritated, which is also part of life. But after a while, you will become a huge pile of frustration and irritation, and you will become a very negative person. And then then you're in a, in a negative spiral downwards. So you have to be very careful feeling that emotion. But you are not that emotion. You feel it. It's a temporary thing, like the sun or the, the, the clouds. They're just passing by. You are not that uh, emotional state. You just feel it. It's temporary. And that's also a very big difference there. So, um, yeah. yeah. Wow. That was good. I like that. Hey, we have to have him back. No. <laughs> <laughs> so what, uh, uh, Josh, you got something you want to say? No, go ahead. Right, so in, in everything you've done so far in your transformation, mm-hmm. What would you say is the toughest thing you had to overcome? Toughest thing. It sounds a little corny, but I think emotions and feeling. I think for a male, which is used to not feeling, I think that's, that's and being very rational and doing everything with my head, mm-hmm. I think that was one of the hardest parts. I mean, people ask me, what's your favorite number? What, what gets you excited? have absolutely no clue i don't know and and people and people like yeah you have to feel and your gut feeling intuition what the hell are you talking about (laughs) and you only have that voice in your head and that's one and the second is ego ego is like that mental constructions of all limiting beliefs what you think uh of yourself and the way you should act and be and blah 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 and so on and learn to see an ego not as a negative thing but not as the king the the the, your ego is your servant some something else is your king who you really are that passionate thing that that fire from within your ego you only need to undertake action 
aligned action with who you are. Otherwise, if you let uh, run ego to show, I mean, it's going to be a very empty life and it's going to drain you a lot. And uh, yeah, you're going to do stupid stuff and buy stupid things. <laughs> yeah. How was the... Uh the change to emotional vulnerability for you a lot of you you, you say we're taught not to feel but I, I don't know that that's necessarily true it's more that we're we're taught as as men not to show emotion right so it's not that that we don't actually feel it's that we suppress it and don't let anybody see correct but uh that's correct you yeah. know so that kind of so it kind of gets us to to recognize the feeling and then shove it aside rather than, yeah, you know, not and, feel it and, at all. And, and, and that's and even worse, I think. It is, so it's, it's how did you, how did you, uh, how, how did you take that step to say, okay, I've, I've got this feeling now and I'm going to live in it for, for a little bit and, and let, and let it out there. And, and just, yeah, you know, let it be. It's, it's, it's it starts with it started with me realizing that I had quite a lot of masks of some kind of role that I had to play because I thought that people would like me for that. Hmm? And emotional vulnerable means letting go of those masks and yeah, you don't care about if people will like you anymore or not, which is quite yeah hard step to take because uh, yeah, you're so used into playing that role and getting attention for that and validation actually. So letting go of those masks and uh, yeah, people will disappear in your life and, uh, and, uh, and then you say, yeah, it is what it is. And, uh, and, and, and so that was for me, the, 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 the thing, the reward of it all is that, if you let go of all those masks, all those roles that you have been playing all those years, you become authentic. Eh? And the, the reward is that you will be able to connect with other human beings in a very warm way, in a very real way, in a really authentic way, which, which is so fun to connect with people who they really are, because you also show up who you really are or am. And so instead of having these more shallow, superficial connections, um, yeah, the more vulnerable you are, the, the more you are able to connect with other people. And also you will get some kind of sixth sense, some intuition, some kind of silent voice inside of you, some kind of silent, I don't know, thing inside of you where you can feel the room, you can feel people, you can you can sense it, which makes for me life lighter because you're actually getting away of a lot of, yeah, um, it's like a, a, a sack that you were holding on and you just release it. So it, it, it makes you live lighter. Yeah. Because to, to be honest, I mean, emotional vulnerability to me 10 or 15 years ago, I, I think it was for pussies, and I was like, <laughs> as a, I mean, I, that that was like, what the hell is that? I mean, no, it's rational, it's it's hard skills, it's uh, tough, um, it's not male, it's it, it is male. Real vulnerability is male, and it's female. Is it is? It's not that macho thing thing that we learned in in in, in society. Um, so yeah, I think vulnerability is a, is is key. But it took years and years and years to show up and to to learn that. But the thing is, right now, is that the more you do that and show yourself, the I mean, you attract also at the same time other people who will take you or appreciate you for who you are. So also opportunities come, which right. which is like a yeah, and 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 how do you say that? And um, a very positive, exponentially, um, yeah, thing where you, yeah, and it's going to uh, even make you be more authentic and be more open because I've shared here some personal stuff, mm -hmm. and one year ago I would never, or two years ago I would never do that because I know by 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 showing up and saying like it is and and showing your process, 
it it can inspire other people that oh okay this resonates with me because a lot of people especially with social media they create a perception of you and they think they know who you are but they they only see the surface but they don't see anything below the iceberg mm-hmm. but it's really the thing under the iceberg uh, iceberg which is happening and that's the thing that that vulnerability is really showing um who you who you really are and yeah. And and you've alluded to this, but you know, it really it really requires you to go out and find people who appreciate the vulnerability and no. and and you know, you get a different group of people around than than the people you gonna had to shield yourself from. No. You have to be prepared to leave it all behind. Yeah. Which is okay, I think. I mean, if you <laughs> no, 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 a lot of people, no, no, a lot of people complain to me. Yeah, yeah, I don't have any contact, uh, and I miss this, I miss that in this corona pandemic, and I'm like, I've missed, I've, I've, I've met the most beautiful people in the world. I mean, it's amazing. It's, 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 it's amazing how many beautiful people there are in the world, and and this confirms to me that if you're based in in US, Georgia, New York. Are you based in Belgium or the UK? A lot of people deep down, they just want the same thing. Yeah. And deep down, we're all the same. Yep. And we all struggle and we all have that thing with our inner dialogue. And we all want to be happy and all we want to have a fulfilling life. And we also want to be a good dad or mom or whatever. And so deep down, deep down, so I'm I'm quite, I mean. I'm very positive, actually, because uh, if if you do that, the vulnerability is going to open up a new world. Mm-hmm. That that's yeah. I mean, and and you can sense really. I mean, vulnerability. You have a daughter. I mean, being vulnerable with your daughter that that's the biggest connecting thing you can have with her. Yep. Well, what what? Otherwise, how are you going to learn her to deal with her emotions? Suck it up. Is that the thing? Yeah, no, it's not. It, it's you, you know, some things you've got to just let happen and and deal with, but but it becomes a lot easier if you if you let people feel what they feel and and you know be willing to catch them if they need it. No, yeah, indeed. And also, a kind of a side effect is is that uh, a, a lot of other people. So what I explained is that you. Yeah, you have a kind of an intuition where you can feel the the intention of other people, and it's the same with you. Your intention com- becomes purer and purer and and more passionate. Like in my case, um, well, let's take it more pure. Is that other people can feel that can sense that within a couple of seconds, couple of minutes, and you can also sense that, which makes it quite easy to say, okay, this is part of my tribe of passion, and these people, yeah, okay, fine. I respect where you are. You're still on your journey and your path. And maybe you did not had anything that made you go through that process like I did, which is fine. Um, but at this moment, you should live your life. I should live mine. And it's all fine. I don't judge you. Um, not judging is difficult. It's really difficult. It's so really how and I I consider myself to be a neutral person, no judgment. But in reality, I mean that's a spot I have to go to. Like I'm a life coach. When so I have to consciously go into no judgment because when I'm coaching people, judgment is is a is a really really bad thing, especially so. I got to be neutral as far as that's concerned and understand, you know, who they are and where they're coming from. So how long, I know, I know how long questions are stupid questions sometimes, but, but how long did it take you to be able to, um, to go into the spot where you were no longer being judgmental? Cause a lot of times it's, it's just, it's just a reflex. So how long did it take you once you realize that, to, to kind of drop out of that and and or to control it. Well, the first thing, of course, it starts with an awareness, um, becoming aware that you are judging. I mean, look at we started this conversation. You talk about UK and Belgium. Immediately, 
I am pretty sure you have some kind of perception about Belgium. Hmm? Uh, and then, of course, like you mentioned, Kelvin, is the fact that, okay, I have this, uh, this judgment mm-hmm. and I'm going to immediately let it go. At least that's how it works with me. So when I'm seeing body, seeing somebody, someone that I never met before, I know there's some kind of judgment. But then you can look at it and say, yeah, it's a judgment and I let it, I'm not going to listen to the judgment. I'm going to be open. So I'm not going to say here that I'm um, 100% non-judging. Um, the thing is, although if, again, if I surround myself with people and I have who are really also conscious about the, the fact that they, they, they are uh, non-judging or to try to be non-judging, it really helps because you, co- you can correct yourself. You can correct each other. You can say, mm-hmm. Isn't that, is that a judging comment? And so it's it's really about training that muscle. So it, it yeah, it, of course, it took me years, and I'm still it's I'm still training. Eh? With all of these things, you're never there. You need to keep on training yourself, keep on training that muscle of awareness of 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 non-judgment, and especially when you're tired, when you have stress, things like that. It's it's quite easy. It's it, then we become in that surviving state, eh? the the fight flight uh, response thing. Mm-hmm. And then judging is part of that. I mean, because you have to make really quick decisions. And uh, and again, if you're aware, okay, I have stress, calm down, have a walk in nature or meditate or whatever that, that, that helps you. And to make sure that you are no longer in that stress um, uh, zone. And then you can go to back to in the real living zone instead of surviving that you are really living mm-hmm. and then you can go on. Uh, so it's, it's a continuous process. Eh? It's something that's, that's because I used to be very judging. I used to think in real boxes. I put, ah, you study that. Ah, that's in that box. Ah, you're, you're based there or you're located there. Ah, that's in that box. Are ah, you so, ah, okay, that's there in that box. So I was really black and white which I thought would make, would make my life quite simple. Then I discovered that this theory, it doesn't work. It's so difficult because, yeah, I, I was thinking things like, okay, I'm a musician. Musicians, per definition, are not sporters. And then you meet somebody who is a sporter and a musician, and you're like, hmm, hmm, I'm going to create a new box, musicians and sporters, and and after a while, you're becoming so tired of 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 putting people in boxes and also judging. It 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 injects you with some kind of negative energy. You, it doesn't help you with anything. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a survival technique, but it's not living. You cannot. If you're judging, you can, like you said, eh, you are getting out of your own way. Combined with with the emotional vulnerability, you cannot connect with another human being. Hmm? And in my daytime job, I'm I'm a sales director. I need to connect with other people. If I really want to help them and I want to create value, I really want to connect them, connect with them with, between you two human beings. So I have to get out of my own way and I have to stop judging and seeing the things as they really are. And then I can really help them instead of trying to fix things. Because I, if I try to fix things um, based on some kind of assumptions, I'm not really helping them. That's a more like an egoistic kind of thing. So I have to really be in the moment, deep listening, asking questions and sensing and, and non-judgment and why you're doing this to really understand and trying to know that person situation where he or she is in. Yeah. Makes sense? Are you, are you, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, are you doing uh, uh, live, uh, I'm sorry, life coaching or just through your podcast no so um so i'm i'm uh, actually a, a sales director in, a, in an it company and a mark mark tech marketing it company and and yeah i have I've, i coach a team of very young um sellers and actually between the lines what i'm doing is only one thing i want to become i want to show that they are becoming the best version of themselves so i'm using all the tony roms and all the other things that I ever read and so I make sure that they work on their pleasing behavior to make sure on the limiting limiting um, con, con, uh, um, limiting beliefs mm-hmm. and on and so on and so on 
and to make sure also on the vulnerability and the emotions uh, on on public speaking on on the fact that they uh, uh, respecting their boundaries it's a very important one eh? make sure they have boundaries mm-hmm. boundaries uh, and things like that instead of just uh, making sure that they are running around like chickens without a head so and and always in the action and uh, because i don't want that they live the same life that I did when I was 23 and working 100,000 hours a week and thinking it's cool, not sleeping and things like that. So, and chasing that rabbit, which we call success. Mm -hmm. So, and then they think they will be happy if they achieve that. And I teach them it's just the other way around. You're happy now as it is, and then you will become successful. So instead of the doing, we focus more on the being first. See? So, um, Mm -hmm. So, so I have no ambition to, to, to become a life coaching. My life coaching is my podcast. So the, the, the books that I've read, the questions that I ask, the conversations that I have with you and the other way around when, we, when, you, are, when you both will come on my podcast, I really want people to see that as that kind of coaching, the wake-up call to, to, to contact a coach, uh, to go in therapy, to, to start a business, and I want to hand them over the skills that are necessary to, to do that. If you have some kind of trauma, heal it. If you uh, are afraid to speak up, I mean, if you have a gift, if you are, I don't know, an, an, an entrepreneur, a coach with a, a tremendous gift of helping people, you have to get out and sell yourself. And selling is not a negative thing. You have to, you have to show up in the world and show your beauty, show your jewels, show your gifts. And it doesn't come by itself. People are, yeah. So, yeah. So, and that's the thing that I want to do with uh, with my podcast, with my platform. Awesome. Great. Uh, we, we've talked about a lot of different things. Is there anything that that we haven't touched on that, that you think uh, we need to get out there for your message? <laughs> It's a question that I always ask myself because sometimes maybe, yeah, you, you have forgotten something. Um, um, yes and no. Yes, we can go on for two hours. So it, make, it, it makes the sequel uh, within a year or two years or even a physical one. Eh? Um, so, um, so we have stuff enough to talk about because we are now just touch, scratching the surface, of course. Eh? I mean, it's really... Uh, light is the first conversation. Eh? I mean, all the topics we discussed, we can, I mean, em- like like emotional vulnerability, you can talk an hour about that, eh? um, yeah. or or or, or the, the transformation of the mindset, uh, things like that. I, I um, but f- maybe instead of um, adding something, is the message of be true to yourself and be you and show up in the world as you really are and see yourself as a kind of um, person who is sitting in a, on a roller coaster and you are enjoying life with its ups and its downs and um, enjoy and experiment and don't limit yourself with the words that are coming after the I am. It's not because you are a father and you are um, I don't know, an um, constructor, I'm just saying something, it doesn't mean that you cannot be a YouTube creator or a life coach or whatever. You can define who you really are, but it's up to you to discover what's inside of you. Is that a, yeah. like a, a good. good ending? Yeah, like it. yeah, it's a great place to, to wrap up. Where do you hang out most online? Where, where do you want people to find you? psgrow.com. So PS from is Peter Snowart and grow is like grow. And this, the same link is also what's on your mind.world is the same. So, mm. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you, I saw you, you contacted me on an Instagram. My Instagram is PS underscore grow. Um, I also have a personal one, but I don't use that a lot. So it's uh, everything on under PS Grow. You can find me on Facebook uh, and on, um, yeah, yeah, of course, on, on YouTube uh, and on, um, but you can find everything on the on the site, actually. So it's, there are all the links you can find me. I will also add your 
podcast, the link on my website. Now. Awesome. Great. Thanks. And we will definitely send you a link when this is up. Should be Monday, actually, I think. Oh, cool. Great. Afternoon, your time. Yeah. Great, great, great. Cool. Nice. Then I want to thank you for, for, for the great questions. It was great meeting you. Um, I'm honored because it's, it's always nice to connect with other people, especially from other parts in the world and to, yeah, to discover how, how, how you're living life and how do you see things? Because that's, that's, if you open up, it's so interesting to, to see new perspectives because we are so conditioned by, by culture and by, by society and the way we, yeah, that, 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 yeah, we think that this is the way you should live life. But by, by opening up is, uh, who said, was it Frank Zappa? The mind is like a parachute. It only works when it's open. <laughs> Absolutely. Frank Zappa, for the listeners, is a 70s uh, singer, guitar player. Uh, I mean, uh, people would ask who the hell is Frank Zappa? But, uh, Okay. Yeah. So cool. Well, awesome. well, thanks, guys. Yeah. It has been yeah, it's been great. It's been a great conversation. Appreciate you. Thanks. Thanks, Joss. Thanks, Kelvin. And I wish you a great weekend. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. you too. All right. Take care. Take care. Bye bye. Hey, thanks for listening to show notes and more at jkwdpodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and share with your friends, and we will see you next week. Bye! A Better Humanhood Production.